0: How's it, everybody? We're The Joystick Show. Your three favorite friends from Hawaii are back to talk story about the latest things we've read, watched, and played. We'll share a stick with you, so for mahalos for sticking around. Uh, if you fancy what you are here, please like and subscribe on the platform you frequent. It super helps us out for the algorithm and all that other jazz. But I'm your co-host, Drake that's thomas
1: i'm back what's up everybody
0: and that's scott
2: how's it welcome back tom thanks welcome back
0: welcome back welcome back
2: what theme song is that i
1: I had it in my head but Uh, i don't even know what that's from
0: i don't remember Uh, it's probably from a commercial or welcome back it's
1: like a song right anyways i don't know I don't know. Well, right.
0: well, since you're back, you have the honors of giving the index of what we're going to be talking about today, or I guess tonight.
1: Yeah. So we're going to be talking about Little Mermaid hit Disney Plus streaming. We're going to kind of briefly go into that. We got a new Aquaman trailer that's going to be dropping on Thursday, and uh, we got a little bit of a teaser for it. We have Starfield news. Uh, the deepest breath, I want to say, strays. And I'll quickly touch on Ahsoka Episode 4 and Pinball, Ahsoka. the man who saved it. So, action packed tonight.
0: Uh, packed with action? Mm hmm. Uh, oh, man. Okay. Well, uh, why don't we. Uh... The Little Mermaid's an old thing um, because <coughs> it's happened such a long time ago, and then they redid it, and now they put it back on a Disney Plus and it reached 16 million views in the first five days according to whatever data is coming through Disney+, Plus. according to IGM. Did you
1: say 16 million or 60 million?
0: One six, which is still quite a lot of individuals watching a a movie that A, has already been watched ad nauseum when it was animated and again, because of Halle Berry? Haley Berry?
1: Haley. Um, Haley? Halle.
0: Halle Halle Berry? Halle Berry. Hallelujah um and we uh, uh, scott you've watched it the most recently out of all of us and <clears throat> mm-hmm. you said that you felt ways about it both positive and negative could you elaborate on those things for our viewership
2: yeah um you know i think overall the movie was it was okay you know um, what i think the what that's messed up man no, I was sixteen million views good, guys. Check it out right now. Stop the spot <laughs> and go watch. <laughs> no, I was okay. Like, I mean, um, they hit most of the marks that the the cartoon did. I think there's just a couple things that bothered it or bothered me when watching. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. huge one was um, What bothered it? Well, yeah. Just I'll tell you what bothered it. I was like, <laughs> I don't really got a problem with the movie's like, no, it bothers me. Scuttle talking underwater. I was like Birds can
0: talk underwater, Scott, okay? Yeah, but you know what's
2: weird? It's like oh, they're going why? realistic. So, like, when you see realistic fish, like, I want to see flounder as flounder, but then they give me a realistic flounder. I'm like, cool, he breathes water. And then Scott comes down. He's like, what's up? And I'm like, how are you doing this? Are you breathing underwater? Like, what's happening? So, but I was like, could it's do weird. Could like,
1: in the cartoon?
2: I don't remember him no, doing that no, in the cartoon. I, I, I don't remember. Maybe he did. I don't think he, I don't doubt- think he did. dove into the water. No. They had conversations up above. Yeah but right. he come down. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't... so weird. Yeah, that was weird. Sorry. Um, I think you were on a
1: good point, which you which was, you know, like they're, was they're, they're going the more realistic. And then all right. of a sudden you do something like that. And it's like, wait, are you trying to be more realistic or you're trying to be so non-realistic? I don't know what we're doing here. Right. Is yeah. that kind of what you were trying to say?
2: Yeah, exactly. But then at the same time, then you think you're like, I'm talking, I'm like watching a movie about a mermaid that's friends with fish. And like, you know, <laughs> there's, um, the, the her dad, I kept. I don't know if you guys watch the um, the newest Pirates of the Caribbean, but I always have this in my head where he's oh. that he, he's another character where yeah. his hair's floating, and then yeah, um yeah. me and my sister always go Jack Sparrow because he just like <laughs> he just sounds hilarious when he says Jack Sparrow. So anytime I saw him, that's what I was hearing in my head. But um yeah, it's like you know you're you're it's obviously like a make believe film, but then you know they're trying to go realistic and it's just that juggling. And right. then the it's like pick a lane though
1: like are you trying to be really yeah. realistic here or are you trying to be yeah. so not realistic like you can't have it both ways yeah you know, you're making you know it, my mind do like this gymnastics putting their birds
2: underwater and it's like not gonna be yeah so, <laughs> right like, yeah and um drawing birds. the other thing was towards the end of the film it's not a spoiler because it happened already animated um there's a part where <laughs> ursula becomes giant ursula power ranger size villain ursula and um there's like that whirlpool, and instead of being in, instead of um, Ariel being in the middle on this piece of land, um, it was Eric, and then Ariel drives the ship in Ursula, which to me didn't really make sense because I don't know why Ursula would even care about Eric. So, like, why would his, her direction, like, her attention be on this dude and not paying attention to Ariel, who she wants to destroy? So, like, and I don't know how Ariel knows how to drive a ship so like right there was like a bunch of stuff i'm like what
1: there was no prelude before where she was underwater with a big wheel like
0: practicing know how to drive the chariot so how could she drive a ship
2: yeah Yeah. and i'm all about her saving the day i was just like again i'm like that doesn't really make sense though like for the yeah for this
1: this story yeah yeah
2: oh and then one other thing when she saves eric from the ship in the beginning she brings him up knowing he needs air right but if you watch that scene again Every time a wave comes, he goes underwater. So he's just like, passed out, and she brings him up, and then he's just like, submerged. <laughs> submerged. <laughs> yeah, submerged. I'm like, dude, this motherfucker's dying, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so Mermaid CPR is different from human CPR. Yeah, so. I'm surprised he made it to the beach. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that part was just hilarious. Um, it didn't really bother me. Are you it's trying to save funny. him, or are you trying to torture him? Because it looks like you <laughs> yeah, just tried yeah, to... Waterboarding, <laughs> waterboarding him. You're waterboarding <laughs> with the ocean. he's like there's hope there's no hope hope. i I
1: heard uh you know you you loved this movie so much uh hear the sarcasm in my voice audience uh what was your deal with it
0: for me i like what it seems as if there's a lot of like um trying to bring in the current world into these disney movies updating them in in sorts of ways which i guess is fantastic in a sort of way making it live action so we get to see kind of how far technology has come and we can see actors and actresses actually in it versus just the animations which are slightly antiquated um, in terms of our animation standards now Um, a, a big question is is When you're going into a theater, uh, when you do go to theaters, are you wanting to have the outside world be in the theater? Because you're going specifically into a dark box with great surround sound and a huge, essentially, television screen to kind of get away from the outside. I think that's why theaters are such an appeal. You're kind of in this little environment. Um, And secondly, to stay congruent with um, the, you know, lmm haters group is can a disney movie now be successful without a lin-manuel miranda uh, uh, song situation because granted there's a lot of cool things that you know hip new things that are being updated but when you're watching classics the expectation of hearing classic, when I watched Mulan and there was no Mulan songs, like, why am I watching this? I could watch any Kung Fu movie. Right. And pretend that it was that. So those were my two um, grubs with it. Um, but at the same point in time, I, I get the moving forward. I get that we're seeing a lot more uh, diversity and that's fantastic. Uh, but in terms of nostalgia, in terms of keeping with the IP, uh, you know, let's uh, find a balance. We
1: could yeah somebody who's not even a lin-manuel hater uh like <laughs> stop it okay sometimes we just don't need like a rap song not like a rap song but like a lin-manuel rap song in a movie you know like right. let's chill out on the lin-manuel like he must have this best contract in all of like disney disney would i don't know like yeah. he he's got that locked down they're so, like yeah. we need two songs in every disney movie i don't know
0: well, when, when did Disney stop taking popular artists and bringing them into the fold? For example, like sing Christina Aguilera, like they've had these, and granted they were kind of a part of Disney as a whole, but when did they start taking these like mainstream artists and helping them vocalize in a Disney song? That was kind of cool, right? When you were like, oh man, this is this artist that I do like in this Disney movie that I do like. Um, I get it, but. There's some things that if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of a situation. Yeah.
1: but You know what did it really well this year was like Barbie. Barbie had all yeah. the top artists on that soundtrack.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was a good soundtrack. Good.
1: Yeah, Nicki Minaj, Dua Lipa, Sam Smith, I think was on there. I mean, like they had all the big hitters on there. And I'm trying to think of Marvel used to do that really well, too, because I remember the mm. Black Panther, the Black Panther one album um, was all produced by Kendrick Lamar. And that was fantastic. Fire. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, I think one of the best soundtracks for any movie this year is Across the Spider-Verse. Because Metro mm-hmm. Boomin did all of those songs. So you're right. Like, I don't know. But you're right. I, also, going back to it, like, you should have the classic songs. And I I haven't watched the new Little Mermaid yet. I'm assuming they did have a lot of those classic songs. But it wasn't. It sounds like they tried to throw in some new ones as well, right?
2: No, the, what's her name? Ha- Haley, Haley Bailey. Yeah, let's Haley just go Bailey. with that. Yeah, but um, whatever. It. I'm, yeah, I'm so bad at it. But um, she crushed it on her songs. She yeah. can sing. Yeah. So that, she was a great area. She's really amazing. Good. She's like,
1: yeah. Subbu.
0: Her and her sister um do like a, uh uh was it duos together? They're like yeah. a duos singing group. Um. Hmm. Yeah, they're both real good. They're I mean, real good. They're yeah. also on, um, I want to say it was Blackish or Grownish. Oh, nice. In the beginning episode.
1: So, yeah, that show's great.
0: Yeah, that's great. Nice.
1: Show. All right, staying aquatic, we got a new trailer for Aquaman coming out this Thursday. Um, we got to see a, I guess, teaser trailer for it.
0: Yeah, it's like a teaser to the trailer.
1: Do you guys feel teased by it? I um, do. Yeah. yeah. Is it tickling you a little bit? Are you like, it are you ready a to tentacle watch?
2: Tentacle tickling me. <laughs> yeah. It
0: is. Yeah. You right, tried. Dude? It. Yeah. Hentai style.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you it know it. The, um, I don't know how you guys feel about the first one, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was action packed. It had all the things that I wanted to see. It included like a bunch of underwater animals. He's like riding like two or three of them or something like, you know, just like close. He's talking to fish. Um, he's being really strong and fast underwater and stuff. Yeah. Um, I also like the Meg too, so maybe it's like I like underwater things. But um, sensing a theme, and I'm going to talk about the deepest breath later. It's an underwater um, documentary, but the um, it looked cool. Like it looks like it's crazy action packed. Um, I think I'm going to really enjoy it. I don't know how everyone else is going to feel about it, but I'm psyched for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, did you watch uh, Blue Beetle? I can't remember.
2: Yeah. You did, right, right. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Did you watch so Blue Beetle Drake?
0: Not yet.
1: So, are you going to see but Aquaman? Are you going oh, to see Aquaman then?
0: I might see Aquaman. Did you see The, Flash? I, see the yeah, Flash? I didn't see the Flash. Yeah,
1: you ain't seeing Aquaman, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> you, he's fucking you're back. not, not like seeing you Aquaman. Aquaman I, I want to see, I what see that, shit, uh, boy. that
0: Neon Blue Seahorse that Aquaman was riding in that teaser to the trailer. That was cool, though.
1: That was cool. Yeah, he's
0: riding a seahorse which i don't know is it was the seahorse a male or female because the males uh typically hold the babies so i don't know how i feel about a pregnant male seahorse being ridden by Aquaman. it
1: worked out for jessica jones in across spider-verse she kicked ass on that That's motorcycle true. so anything's yeah. possible yeah it it looks great i'm on board and i feel like out of anybody I can stand by that I'm excited for it because I saw Shazam Fury of the Gods in the theaters. I saw Blue Beetle in theaters. I saw The Flash in theaters. Um, and of course, I'm going to see this too, but I have no faith in it now. After <laughs> after Blue Beetle like bombs so hard, I mean, luckily it's going to make more than The Flash, which is still kind of sad to even say out loud, but I just don't know, man. I don't know who's going to go see this movie.
2: Oh, are we talking uh, like if it's gonna do well like in the box office? Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna enjoy I'm it. Sure, I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go. Like uh, exactly. Like I'm gonna go see it. But yeah, yeah. I don't know if anybody else is. Especially like if you're invested in the whole um, superhero movie type of thing, and you know it's not gonna be connected to the next phase, then like that could already have those t- people checked out. Um, superhero fatigue. That could. Be- you know, have people checked out. And then um hearing The Flash, you know, like, they just kind of connected all like, oh, that guy did what? I'm um, against DC. You know, like, there's just so many different reasons why people wouldn't watch this movie. Um, But all the Jason Momoa fans will watch it, so True. there's yeah. that too. And like, the we'll the kind of fan base he can bring in.
1: Yeah. The last movie made a billion dollars. Like, I don't Ooh, think this touches yeah, I don't know if he's gonna make close. Movies. Like, imagine if, there's a world where the first movie makes a billion dollars, and then this movie only makes a hundred fifty million, like a not an eight hundred fifty million drop off from one to two. <coughs> that would be insane. I don't think it's going to be that bad, but it is. Nothing would surprise me this year.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I, yeah, I can see that. because the first one, right? It was like leading up to like it's like watching a Marvel movie before Endgame. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. this is going somewhere, and yeah. then watching. Well, now it's like they're not making. This money. is going
1: nowhere it's, fast. Yeah, <laughs> <Is> <laughs> you're you're like, like a part of the
0: James Gunn <laughs> DC verse now, or what was that? Is Aquaman still is James Momoa still part of the James Gunn DC
1: verse? He's the DC universe head, um, yeah, but he had nothing to do with this movie. He had nothing to do with the Flash. He had nothing to do with Blue Beetle. The only so thing we know like is that, that Blue Beetle's carrying over.
2: Yeah, I, like, I can. Is, Barely hear you,
1: Drake. Yeah, you're bar- it's very it's very hard to hear you, Drake. You. Don't know what you is said. Is Jason Momoa we still part of the new
2: universe?
0: Is yeah, is Jason Momoa still gonna be a part of the universe? Or?
1: we don't know. There I'm as far sure. as I know, there has not been any confirmation about Yeah, Jason Momoa. keep Jason Momoa at least, bro. We'll see. Maybe they go with a more comic book accurate Aquaman. You know, I don't know. That was a that was a Zack mm. Snyder decision to bring him on uh I, I think Gal Gadot too so all of those things who knows it's a new regime new regard i mean henry cavill was very much there we know we're getting david corn sweat so who knows the only thing that's been confirmed is that zolomar duena from blue beetle is moving on his blue Beetle. so i don't know (laughs) one character that we know we are getting back though is black manta um orn the what is it seamaster Ocean master? Master. ocean master ocean, ocean master, master yeah is coming back as well um looks pretty dope there's some kind of like mechanic octopus thing that looks i mean it looks like all the hype doc ock oh what is it ock, ock. you say ock, ock. Doc, ock. doc ock oh doc ock yep yep uh that's, that's a, yep, not happening um but <laughs> 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 where's peter yeah like, so <laughs> I, i'm on board i just it's like I was so hyped for Blue Beetle. I was like, no, you know what? This movie's going to surprise people. And I still really thought, I still thought the movie's really good, but nobody went to see it. I just don't know what's going to happen with this this one. And it's so hard to be excited for something. You don't know if it's going to be a movement, like even a a dribble of what we got from Barbie or Oppenheimer would be great. And I don't even know Mm. if it makes, it makes a ripple, but it doesn't move. We're not getting waves, you know I mean? We're not getting yeah, double yeah. overhead sets yeah.
2: here. Also, they can't, the actors can't really promote it. So, like, there's no fun too. promotions from Jason Momoa or anything, you know? Yeah. So, that That's could true. hurt it as so. well. Yeah.
1: We will see. Uh, something that is making gigantic waves, and it is launching into another stratosphere. We have Hey-o. Starfield passes 6 million users. Um, none of us have xboxes so none of us i believe have played this does this make you want to get an xbox i mean your face Whatever your i'm not gonna buy an xbox yes. <laughs> whatever your, your words Definitely. were gonna be your face was automatically <laughs> saying no that's like a 500 commitment yeah, just to play the game like why game did They it's a fair question a system. This was bro, why to be, did they just make it for ps5 too bro well this was supposed to be this generation's halo right and really? and halo we <sighs> never we never got halo on playstation and how many people moved to xbox because of halo and then yeah, yeah you know? Trick, to
2: be fair there's a lot of ps exclusives too that xbox don't get that's fine. that's true we just like, happen to have the playstation one, so well
0: we especially like yeah. bethesda though when when you're talking about a huge bethesda game when you've seen what they've been able to do with like skyrim they've cross platform skyrim all across the way why not starfield maybe later in the future but i'm not gonna pay five hundred dollars to play
1: i know well a lot of people starfield, have PCs right? now too you know That's true, and I mean, this is what the Xbox was fighting for. This to be an Xbox exclusive because PlayStation has so many PlayStation exclusives. So it made it made it it made sense. Um, I'll I'll be honest. I've watched a lot of reviews on it. There are a lot of elements of this game that are really cool, but it doesn't, for me, make me want to go out and buy an Xbox to just play this game. Like it yeah. looks cool. Yeah. It's funny. We got space themed. We are always rocket stars behind us. I could give two shits about going into space. Um, I do not it's big. Y- There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, going on. Like <laughs> and even the whole idea of traveling between different planets, it sounds amazing. Um, but I've seen a lot of things of the actual jumping in your ship to then fly to a different planet can be clunky at times and it's not as fluid as you'd want it to be. It's not Mm. smooth either. So that really does kind of throw me off and not make me want to jump. Like, I don't know, you know, and at the end of the day, yeah, it's like, it looks awesome to some degree, but it's like, we play a lot of first person shooters, you know, like I don't see anything in this. that's like so amazing that I I need to like run out to the store and buy it right now. And that's just personally me. Um, but I don't know if you guys have the same thoughts on it. Are you buying an Xbox, Scott?
2: I just bought one. Oh <laughs> no, no, I no! I'm not gonna buy one. Um, <laughs> um, this game does look really cool. I'm not gonna buy an Xbox for this game, um, but if it if it ever came over to the PlayStation, I'm not against trying it out. You know, like it, yeah. it looks fun. I liked um, a good exploratory game, um, especially one you can play with your friends and whatnot. It seems cool. Um, it looks good. If I had an Xbox, I'd probably get it but I'm not going to get one for this game, personally. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Starfield.
0: Yeah. Wait, it just Starfield's for individuals with indispensable income if you don't have an Xbox. Like, we're adults. We have, like, bills and stuff. I can't just spend $500 to play a game that's going to take me time away from me to be able to pay my bills and live my life.
2: I don't know. No, but... Uh, yeah, but to, to be fair, a lot of people nowadays do have, like, their system and a computer. So, like... That's true. They'll just get it on the computer. I mean, yeah. look
1: at I mean, this game is selling extremely well. You were just talking about how you just got Baldur's Gate, right? And that yeah. to me how many hours does it take to beat that game or is something ridiculous, right? Like 300 hours?
2: Yeah, it's like ridiculous amount of hours. Right? Um, and that, I, I don't that know that have it selling
1: right now, well too. So Yeah,
2: that's true. Yeah, you know,
1: it's for a very particular person, I guess. And it it Maybe it's not. It just like if you have an Xbox, I don't see why you wouldn't get this game. Yeah. But it's yeah, not yeah. going to convert me to a sale of an Xbox just to get this.
2: Yeah. Right. Like
1: I haven't watched anything that would change my mind. I've watched the IGN reviews. Oops. I watched the Game Ranks reviews. I've watched kind of funny podcasts talk about it. It it looks cool. It really does. Mm. But it's not like, holy shit, that's mind blowingly awesome for me. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I
2: don't know. Yeah, it definitely seems like you need a lot of hours to put into it, though. It's yeah, not like a casual. Uh,
1: no. Yeah.
2: Well, I guess it could be, but if you're trying to play along with other people, you're probably playing with a lot of other like hardcore. Like I'm getting off of work, playing this all night for the next month. Yeah. Sort yeah. of crap, yeah. you know. So.
0: I'm gonna neglect my wife and kids, and I'm not gonna eat, and I'm gonna drink Mountain Dew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. What's wrong with that? No, nothing. <laughs> nothing <laughs> wrong.
2: That's life choice. Support it. Yeah. You like Xboxes? <laughs> 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 just joking, we just don't have an Xbox. Nothing against yeah, yeah, yeah. Xbox. We're
1: I'm too. really stoked for it. Yeah. Like, if yeah, if anybody's listening and, and does have an Xbox and plays, like, let us know what you think. And if you got if you're like you guys are crazy, you should you should go get an Xbox just to play this. Like tell me why, show me the evidence, write in the reviews, send us an email, comment on social media, blah blah blah. And and yeah, try to hook me because if it's worth it and you can convince me, I'll go do it. Um but yeah, as of right now. That's not the case. Boom. Yeah. Something that you guys have both watched. We are getting Attack on mm. Titan's final episode and the air date for the final episode leaked to November 4th. Uh, are you guys mm. excited about this episode? And, and have you been watching or are watching or are you going to watch this last season of Attack on Titan?
2: Yeah, I yes. Think, uh,
0: yeah. Scott and I had a short kind of... Uh, conversation i believe before a podcast uh like weeks ago but like it's one of those things where uh there's a point in time where you're kind of like okay what now in certain when you're watching certain things so for me watching it it's like okay aaron uh turned all the titans
1: spoiler alert oops
0: and uh he's trying to do some things that you wouldn't think he's trying to do yeah and then you're like, okay, what now? Like, worst case scenario is this.
1: Well, you, you get, know, best you case spoilers scenario. Spoilers now. This. I gave the
0: So like Aaron's like uh, one of two things is like, okay, so he he realizes what he's doing and he's trying to harmonize the world, and or he's trying to destroy it and make it all for the Titans. And so for me, I'm like, okay, what is gonna entice me to continue to watch it? There's not necessarily cliffhangers, maybe there's more um to see in terms of uh, Aaron and Mikasa, Mikasa's her name, right? Yeah,
1: Mikasa yeah. Asumi. And um, I mean.
0: yeah, and like a <laughs> Levi, maybe doing a little bit more um, <laughs> aggressive fighting and things <laughs> of such. But uh, I'll I'll probably I'll end up watching it for sure. But I don't know that I'm gonna like stop what I'm doing, sit down, grab popcorn, and like ready my body and my mind and my soul. You know?
1: God, I want I want to know what movie or show will for you
2: a lot, a, lot of subtitles. Things, a lot of things are like not cutting the bar
1: yeah, yeah what is yeah. it scott
2: he needs subtitles. no i said nothing with subtitles you, you try and eat and watch subtitles it's like impossible hard to do yeah you, you take a break to eat and then you go back to watching anime but um i i stopped watching at a certain point when they're getting to the final season where they're like put out an episode or two and then they take a long break and an episode to a long break i'm like i'm just gonna wait till this comes out and then watch from where i left off of the ending so i'll definitely watch it um but yeah i mean i've i've invested this much and the stakes Mm. are like crazy high yeah he's either gonna it's either gonna be like a really positive ending or a really like sad depressing ending so in in drake's regard like you can kind of see both endings in your head um so no real super rush to watch it but i'll definitely watch it like the art's always amazing um and yeah i kind of want to see how it ends so this
0: is like a French tilt and like, this is how Pokemon started.
2: Aliens. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Pokemon yeah. That'd be amazing. There is a new Pokemon too, which I do want to watch, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I tried to get into it. You guys know I've given it a shot. I, I just couldn't do all the screaming and crying and all that over and over and over again. But hey, you know, I hope it's <laughs> worth it for for all of you out there enjoying it. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Let's get into some reviews and yeah i'll quickly just touch there touch on some things while i was out um two things one one piece live action delivered i was so impressed by how good that show was the acting was phenomenal the cgi was great um the story really moved it was one of the most binge worthy things i think i've I'm not a really big person into binging. So when there's a show mm. where I do want to binge, it's like it's I, I'm hooked and I'm amazed by that. And this was one of those shows for me this year. Um, all of what you guys said, I think you guys crushed it on your review for One Piece. So I don't need to get in, into it anymore. But man, it's definitely fighting for that top three spot for me for like best show of the, or like top three shows of the year. So when we do our year-end mm. review, like – I I wouldn't be surprised if it falls into that top three for me with the bear. I have a
0: question for you. Sure, sure. Or I guess for both of you, since you've now seen (laughs) a successful anime be translated into a live action form, knowing that historically it hasn't been, does it change your expectations for things like live-action Avatar or any other live-action animation situation anime-wise moving forward.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I I am convinced, though, that you can never do a... Not never. Nothing in the next 10 years can you do a live-action Dragon Ball. That's where my... but But I also think now... You can a hundred percent do a live action Pokemon. I mean, we've already seen P- P- oh, Detective yeah, Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's mm-hmm. no reason why you can't do a live action Pokemon if mm-hmm. you had the money to do the special effects. Yeah. So That's that true. for sure. I'm trying to think. Bleach is another one for me that I think would yeah. be hard. Like, I'm not saying yeah, they can't a lot do it. Of CG. Yeah, but yeah. I think they would have an easier time doing Bleach
2: than Dragon Ball. Uh, Dragon Ball. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. I uh, know. I agree. I always. Dragon Ball was always something, like, I can't even imagine how, how? a good one would even look. Right. Like, how would you make it look Even cool? in my head, yeah. it's like, it's not good. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Like, even <laughs> if I try to imagine it close to what, even of the same level of budget and special effects and everything for One Piece, I don't know how you do that. That's pretty untouchable for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know.
0: Unless Could you, you have a bajillion see a live record. action Gundam Wing?
2: Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Probably. Yeah. Of yeah. Course. yeah they did Pacific sure. okay. Rim and stuff, but they just yeah, yeah, us, yeah, yeah. you That's know, true. that little sharp I'm actually,
1: yeah, like as much as I do like the Pacific Rim movies, I'm kind of bummed it wasn't a live action Mobile Suit Gundam, mm. you know, because Mobile Suit has that. so much history and like the mechs are iconic. And I'm like
2: more bummed about that. But yeah, Mobile Suit for sure. Maybe we'll, oh. we will get it, you know, if the right script and team comes along and whatnot. That could be really cool. Yeah. Um, In regards to you saying Avatar in particular, I think the difference for me with this and with Avatar and um, the One Piece, creator of One Piece, Oda, was like behind this all the way, was super Mm -hmm. positive about it the whole time, and is still like psyched about it. I heard the creators of Avatar kind of walked away from the Netflix project due to creative um, differences. So that kind of worries me. I really do hope it's good, good you know. But that, that does kind of worry me a bit. Yeah,
1: good point. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm less worried about it than I am the M. Night Shyamalan one. Like I think, <laughs> so, yeah. I think it's That's, definitely with a twist than that. So uh, um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited about it. The casting, at least for that, looks on par or like on point. So I think we're going to be okay there. Uh, yeah. yeah. But One Piece is great. Okay, so the next thing was you guys got to talk about Ahsoka episode four last week. I'm just going to say... Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, really great job. I'm not going to recap the episode because I think you guys did an amazing job of that. Um, but there was definitely some things I noticed. Uh, one was the reveal of Maroc or Maroc. Everybody online mm. was talking about, is it Galen mm. Merrick? Is it, um, Cal Kestis? Is it actually Ezra Bridger? I don't know why it would have been Ezra Bridger whoever said that is an idiot. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> i i you're that guy no yeah you're talking Gail. to you big guy <laughs> Um, but no I, I was thinking of i i liked who it was and i think for a lot of people they were like oh it was just like some steam that's so dumb but <laughs> but team steam no i i think it was oh, steam man yes. Really? <laughs> but uh, i think it was great what they did because it really reminded me of jedi fallen order Mm, okay. So when you go to Dathomir with Cal Kestis, at some point you have to go there and you have to like interact with some night sisters or blah, 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 whatever, because of the journey. Um, you end up fighting these monsters who are brought back to life by the N- night sisters on Dathomir. And when you kill them, it looked like that. So I was like, Oh shit, they're bringing in some lore from the games or at least a visual style from the games mm. into the show. And I thought that was really dope. And if we're talking about Morgan Elsbeth being a Night Sister, like, of course, we got to see it multiple times here where she's using Night Sister magic. He even, even comments, like, you guys are joking, like, last week you, they were like, um, witchcraft? What is this? But even in Jedi Fallen Order, it still feels like witchcraft compared to the Force. Because mm-hmm. they, that's why it's green. You know, when, um, she's holding up the the star map that's that little circular golden ball and it like mm-hmm. shoots up in air that's like night sister magic and you can hear some of the old spirits actually in the audio um if you listen close oh cool yeah Creepy. so it is really like the details have been on point with the show i think this episode was by far one of the best episodes that we got from it um mm-hmm. it was Exciting the whole way through. There was something they foreshadowed in the beginning that really hit it. Like it just came to a massive point at the end of this episode where Ahsoka at the beginning tells Sabine, can I count on you? And at the end we see that, no, she can't. Yeah. I love, I love this conversation that's going around where everybody's like, uh, you know, did she make the right choice or did she make the wrong choice? Well, Did she make the right choice? Obviously not. But if she made the right choice, the show's over. Right. You know what I mean? Sabine's dead. If she blew that star map up, like Baylin would have just murdered her. So so for her life also, I know people are like, well, she gave up, she like sacrificed the galaxy for one person for Ezra's life. Like that's true. But if she didn't give him that thing fully intact, he would have murdered her ass. So I also think she made the right decision for her life as well um but yeah so I, I don't know all that was was interesting i really liked the lightsaber battles in this one they were so badass mm-hmm. we got to see yes. two jedi at the top of their game uh whether it was Balin skull who just has such a oh god ray stevenson was so damn good it's so sad I that know. we don't have him for anything else um i don't know what they do if his character survives at the end of this show. Like, I don't know what you do. Like, you recast him. Like, nobody's ever gonna be that good. I don't feel like. So uh tough. But Ahsoka got we got to see multiple levels of Ahsoka fighting too and, and multiple stance and training and everything. All that was really badass. And then um, last thing we get the biggest reveal, I guess, at the end, where we get to see Anakin with Ahsoka now yep. yeah do you guys you guys kind of shared your thoughts on it i don't know do you have any other thoughts since last week anything has changed any
0: rainbow road reminded uh, i think scott brought it up with my like, rainbow road <laughs> yeah it made me think about yeah. mario kart <laughs> it,
2: yeah or, um thor's that,
1: uh, oh yeah oh, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah
1: right 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, well 100%. But yeah, it's all
0: to connected. It. It's all connected.
1: <laughs> yeah. But it was it was a sick transition like what they did. Um I'm fairly convinced and I can't take credit for this theory, but I am convinced that who it's not Anakin. Some people have said it's Anakin right before he turned to Darth Vader and right before Order 66. Um I don't think that's what it is. In Star Wars a Clone Wars Ahsoka was imbued with the power of the sister who was who embodies the light side of the force, and then there was the brother who embodies the dark side of the force, and then there was the oh, father yeah. oh, who is yeah. the balance. I mm-hmm. I think what she's seeing is the brother, like disguising himself as Anakin, who is the dark side of the force.
0: That, oh, interesting! Is they brought that back into the fold? Yeah, that that would change things for sure. Yeah, I mean yeah. they.
1: That, that's We saw the Moray, Moray, Owl everywhere, normally with Ahsoka in Clone Wars and in Rebels. Um, we haven't seen it yet in this show, or did we? I can't remember. I thought we saw something like that, maybe not, but I feel like that should be popping up. And maybe they've done it on purpose to make people forget about that, but I, I, I think that... That's a perfect place to bring in that whole element of she's embodied the sister and the light side of the force for so long. Why not bring the brother back in, who's the dark side of the force, and tempting her as her old master? Oh,
0: that would be super <clears throat> exciting, especially for people who've watched uh Clone Wars and Rebels to kind of have that come back to fold. I mean, they've they've been bringing in the video game lore, so uh it's not a it's it's a hop, skip and a jump away. Yeah. Yeah, man. Would be cooler too than to just have Anakin be like, "Hey, Ahsoka, what are you doing? Long time, bro. Remember that one time? <laughs>
1: right, right.
2: Good
0: times, man. <laughs> Good. T- yeah, dude. Sick, what, what are you doing now? Yeah, like <laughs> what? Are you still on? Are you still hanging out at that one place? When <laughs> is at this taking
2: or? place? By the way, I'm <laughs> <Yeah. remember laughs> thinking back to our conversation, and I was like. <laughs> That was hilarious. We just dropped yeah. the ball. We're like, we got to where, where, where is this? Yeah. Is it, where is
1: this? <laughs> it was late. It was late, guys. <laughs> it, was late. <laughs> it was late. So, anyways, those are my thoughts on Ahsoka. It's fantastic. I can't wait to see what they do with it this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. shortly, we'll get to find out. So, we will day, see. Could be completely wrong. All right. We watched some other things. Um, Scott, you were talking and hinting about your water <sighs> obsession. And, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Tell I am obsessed deepest and breath. deeply afraid of deep waters. <clears throat> but there's this show called, or this documentary on Netflix right now, um, called "The Deepest Breath," as you just said, and it's produced by A24. Um, so it's like shot beautifully, um, and it's really cool. Like it's about uh, free diving and like competitions, and it follows um, a particular free diver. And like how she like looks up to this other free diver that who's been like a legend for years and um, how she got with this guy who became a free diving spotter who like started free diving and from his near death experience uh, experience um, was like there needs to be a better way to help free divers when they're like running out of breath. So what happens sometimes is like in a competition, they'll have like a rope with a floater and then they just like dive down they hold like they kind of go along the rope they're kind of tied to it and they dive down as deep as you can or whatever and then as you're coming up a lot of times like n- they say 99 percent of times like if you black out coming up it's within like the last 10 meters hmm. and you just like start like losing consciousness it <laughs> what it looks like, like. <laughs> and then these um these spotters will grab you and like cut off the air like or so you're, you know, you're inhaling water and they'll bring you up and then make sure you can breathe and whatnot So this guy becomes like the best at it and like starts like teaching a bunch of people how to be like really good at it. And then it's about their relationship and whatnot. And it's just like, it's so interesting. Like, it's almost like when people didn't know about Formula One driving and that um, documentary came out and everyone's like, I love racing mm, now. mm, Like, I feel like this, like, I guess brought me like a whole new respect to people who dive. Like, it's crazy. The way um, they talk about what it feels like to dive that deep. Like um, the main character, they talk about she died. She sets a world record of one hundred four meters.
0: Isn't she from Hawaii?
2: That I don't know. Is she from oh, Hawaii? Dang,
0: I hope so.
1: What's her name? I would assume. Oh no,
2: actually, no, no, she's not from Hawaii. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Oh, no, she's she's, um, she's from Italy. Sorry.
1: Oh, okay, that's um, fine.
2: There might be a free diver now. Like as this thing's going on, they had like these um, people from Japan that were like beating records, and they were constantly like, oh shit, to like inter- um, towards okay. the end of the film, she ends up getting to like one hundred four meters. Oh, but the fuck. way to describe is like, after 30 meters, like, your, um, your air gets compressed in your lungs. And she said it feels like her lungs are the size of, like, two fists. And Ooh. then while you're going down, it's, like, easier to swim down than it is to come back up. Like, when you're going down, she says it feels like you're free-falling. Like, you're just, like, flying through space. And it's, like, very meditative and the, the, it's, like, so quiet. Um, and then when you're coming back up, it's like a lot harder because you're fighting the pressure. It feels like you're swimming through a current and like, you don't realize you're, you were using energy going down. So you're using like way more coming back up. And, um, it was just, I guess the pressure physically is something I never really thought about. People dive. You're just like, hold your breath. But like, it's a whole another thing too. And the fact that they pass out, they'll like wake up unconscious and then they'll wake up like, what happened? And they're like, Oh, you, you passed out. They're like, fuck again. And they'll wait a bit, and they'll do it again. Like it's freaking ridiculous. <laughs> but that's sad funny. thing is, like some people like die doing this, <clears throat> and um, it's freaking gnarly. Like it's it's a and it's really well done. It has like a narrative, and it follows like they're like you go through all the emotions in this. Like you're cheering, you're really sad, and all this stuff. Um, it's it's really good. Um, I, I definitely recommend it. Nice, even if you're not one that's like ever thought about diving. Like yeah, the way they shoot do, it, they get uh... you involved in. Um, into the whole sport, it's, it's really good. So when the did joystick start?
0: does free diving.
2: Yeah, well, I'm not gonna do it. I'll watch it.
0: Oh, <laughs> I'll watch you <laughs> do, do it. My spotter.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll be from the boat, just binoculars <laughs> in the water. <laughs> Do binoculars work? Yeah, I you know. Now, the water like I, yeah, now Dude, that I'm going to try that, first I, and then I don't know I if it's going work. I want to know. <laughs> that's how little I know about diving <laughs> and the deep water.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I have no
0: and idea. And then Meg's just going to come up and bite your head off <laughs> yeah. looking through
1: binoculars. So uh, this exactly. was Alicia Zaccini? Zucchini? Oh, yes, I have. Is that sound about right though? Alicia? It does, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what I think. And, and it was, the other... it was um, narrated by David Attenborough. Ooh, David Attenborough. Bro. So, David Attenborough. That's the best stuff. He does the best shit. That's why, I mean, if you want yeah. not anybody narrating your stuff, it's him or, like, Leave Schreiber. <clears throat> yeah. Like, that's yeah, exactly. great. That's cool, man. I will check it out. I know that there, did they mention, there's, like, this society, I want to say in the <clears throat> Philippines, but it's, like, a fisher, uh, like, a fishing-based society. And, like, this certain people have developed, like, extra... To the one? Yeah, I think it's like pearls, but also like fishing and stuff. And their lungs are like 30% larger than like a normal person.
2: Yeah, I've seen Whoa. that. They don't talk about that in um, this documentary. Um, out of, they they never even highlighted anyone from there or whatnot. Um, there could very well be the, like someone from there doing Because these guys, it seems like on average, they're holding their breath for like two and a half minutes. Two and a half. Um, okay,
1: so like these longer. people are the best divers in the world, right? Yeah. and Kate Winslet was bragging that on uh while they were filming Avatar the way of water
2: she held her breath for seven minutes do you believe it well I don't know how deep she was too like I think the pressure has a lot to do with it that mm-hmm. they, oh, okay. they um it's fair. this one person like she's she's held she's held records in like they do like pool dives too where they just go like as long as you can like how many meters you can swim mm-hmm Granted, I think she can swim further that way than she can go down and then come back up. Right. That makes um, sense. Just because of the pressure alone. But, um, Under yeah, the if, pressure. I, I think like 100 meters is like they said, like, it's like swimming the length of the Statue of Liberty and then swimming Shit. it back to come back. Like, Yuck. I can't even K- do yeah, that be- sideways. <laughs> yeah. You yeah.
1: know, I can't <laughs> do that on top of the water. That sounds hard. It's yeah, insane, wow. man. Like, It's crazy. All right, that deepest breath. got to check that out. Yeah, definitely
2: check it out. It's really don't great. hold your
0: breath.
1: Oh. <laughs> or
0: I guess you have to if you watch it.
2: Yeah. D- do you? Uh, you I mean, don't have you could...
0: to. Oh, but you don't? But if you
2: want to make a game out of it, you can't. There's no rules. No, no, no. Drake, so you just... have to. Okay.
1: <gasps> <laughs> the whole movie. Uh, <laughs> right on, man. That, that sounds awesome. Uh, uh, something I watched recently that was kind of like a biopic – ish um it has like documentary elements in it even though a lot Mm -hmm. of the story parts are fictional but it's like a a fictionalized retelling of like real life events um was pinball and the man who saved it if you haven't watched it it is such like it has like what you were saying it has suspense it has like cheering. it has like sad moments it has like you know but it it really makes you feel good at the end and it's such a crazy story about pinball and like the pinball we know today. Because in a lot of places, it was illegal at one point. Where? Because they considered That's right. it gambling. In fact, Word? I think it was the governor of New York. You guys have heard of LaGuardia Airport? Yeah. yeah. That was named after one of the governors. And one of his biggest policies was making pinball illegal, <laughs> saying that it was a way to trick kids into taking their money.
2: Yeah, they thought it was a rigged game, right?
1: A rigged That's not game. not gambling though, isn't it? Yeah. And he was... He was you got to watch it but they were able okay. to prove it's more of a game of skill than of chance and anything of based around chance as opposed to skill is how they i guess one of the factors in determining gambling i don't know but man mm-hmm. you should go you should watch it, it is okay that sounds good it's so good man nice. the the main actor is funny cuz he has the worst mustache of all time one of the one critique i could say or criticism i could say about the movie is like his mustache looks fake the whole damn time but that's what yep. the real life guy looked like. So it's like you kind of got to let it pass. Um, but Did the uh, real
2: life guy looked like he had a fake mustache.
1: Sort <laughs> of. <laughs> sort of. Because they, nice. they show him back in the day. Yeah. When it would, like, because it all takes place, like, a, a, it all culminates in this trial that was like legitimately in front of like New York politicians or whatever. And um, they brought pinball machines into the court. Um, oh, wow! so yeah. And there's like a picture from it, like a real life picture. And it kind of does look like the guy. Um, wow. plus Sweet. like he starts dating this like single mom and, um, she looks like she's like 23, but she's like 30 and she looks real good so okay i'm she's in 30 in real
2: life <laughs> playing at i think she's older or...
1: than 30 in real life but she was like 30 and i was like look like they're having this girl play like she's 30 and i looked it up i'm like i think she's gonna be actually almost 40 or something i don't know she looks amazing though i added pulled oh, she up. plays young uh her name is crystal reed yeah the main actor is mike faust faced, mike no no, no. mike Fa- is that right was it Roger? Mike Face? No, no, no. Mike Face is the actor's name. And Mike you're going to be Fink seeing him in a lot. He's in that new movie coming up with Zendaya where he's like <gasps> making out with her and stuff. And it looks like she's <gasps> doing oh, a Oh, she's threesome. the mom? Oh, yeah. Challengers. It's called Challengers. coming out soon. That movie looks phenomenal, by the way. Um, but Mike Face is in everything lately. And I was like, man, why'd Mike? they pick this super dorky guy? Um, but tr- phenomenal actor. Uh, yeah, and he's the lead actor in this this uh movie pinball so yeah check it out um, oh the
2: lady you were talking about she was in gotham i remember her from gotham
1: oh was she y- yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: she was like Falcone's daughter
1: or something. oh pff, bro crystal reed smoke show um yeah but you guys should check that that movie out because it does it's really a feel good movie um yeah if you're not following us on all the social medias we post this thing about like the three feel good movies oh. of the year and this is one of them so yeah definitely oh, wow, check nice. that out yeah Oh okay all right drake okay. talk to us about strays uh
0: do we all watch strays right i didn't watch I strays did.
1: i watched the trailer uh, for just you.
0: Scott and i watched strays yeah we watched um if you've watched Homeward Brown Bound, Brown If you've watched I've Homeward, Homeward Bound.
1: Homeward Brown. So,
0: yeah, after after eating some Taco Bell. I wish um, I was at home
2: for a lot of these Browns I did. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: if you watched Homeward Bound, you get those vibes. It's it is definitely a lot darker and the voice actors are a lot more uh comedic-based, Jimmy Fox and um uh Will Ferrell and Randall Park and who's the that one person anyway uh it's it was a, it was a fun movie um i think it's not going to break the bank i think it's not going to change the way you think about you know uh animals in movies but it it was interesting on how kind of it brought to the front like how individuals can be abusive towards animals in how animals kind of don't really <clears throat> see that per se. Um, or you might not realize if you're being kind of a dick to an animal, you may not realize how that animal could take it. It, it definitely empathizes, I think, on the, on the animal's part. Mm-hmm. Um, like guardians of the galaxy. A, yeah, like Guardians of the Galaxy, like you, you don't think just because you're not necessarily familiar or you separate them from human beings, but at the same point in time, what they bring to the table and the possibility of them having their own thought processes and stuff like that. You don't, if you're, if you're not thinking about that, you can't really empathize with the animals. Um, but it was a, it was a fun journey. I think there was a lot of callbacks. <coughs> the voice acting was great. Um, the animation, uh, for the mouths wasn't too bad. Uh, just because in homeward bound it was more like telepathic communication. Mm-hmm. Um the action was really good. The however they trained these animals uh was fantastic. If 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 that was the case, I don't know that there was a lot of CG um happening. So all the practical training was like kind of crazy what they were what they were able to accomplish in this situation. Um yeah, it was pretty funny. Scott, did you have a, a different take on it? <clears throat>
2: um yeah, I'd say the first part of the movie, like, the first half of the movie, like, the, I was like, it's all right. Like, I felt like a lot of the jokes were... Um, I don't know. I felt like the joke was really yeah. heavy on what if Homer Bound said, like, the F-word all the whole time. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, <laughs> yeah. like, a lot of that. Or, like, just, like, really, like, first joke you could think of kind of yeah. jokes. Yeah, yeah. Um, over, I don't know. I mean, like, it's not, it wasn't that bad, but I was like, it wasn't as creative as like later in the second half of the movie, there yeah, were some jokes yeah. like that I was laughing. At. I was like, Oh fuck, that's funny. Um, <laughs> and I was like, okay, good. Like I'm not crazy. Cause like the first half I wasn't enjoying as much as this part. Um, so I think overall though, it, it was a fun movie. I feel like it was a, it's for a very niche audience. Like yeah, you got these sure. dogs that are like, if they just made it like, even PG thirteen, I think they'd have a wider wider audience. They lean yeah. so hard into like just this hard art, where you're yeah. like, I can't imagine a lot of adults going, yes. Like, <laughs> I I remember we're <laughs> Bound. I get to watch it again, but like in a ridiculous sense. I don't know. It felt like someone got really high and wrote this movie. Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, it's just it's just for adults. Like, don't watch this with your kids. Uh, if you no. do, put it on mute. Even then, yeah. there's parts that are physically like yeah but um
1: like physically overall, yeah, because funny, yeah. i i haven't seen it so is it because like the dogs are doing things or is
2: like people doing things to the dogs like where well, is it I mean, where there, there's definitely parts where like so throughout the movie they're hinting at um randall park plays hunter and he's like this big dog with the cone and like the whole movie is like how he's got a big dick yeah and then um that's the only thing he got going <laughs> for him he just he needs to man up he's like you got the big dick you need the energy now and they kept kind of hinting at that and then there's yeah. parts where they play with shadow. Like there's literally a part where they're like in the <laughs> was kind of hilarious. Though. Oh, they're yeah. in that was the really jail. Funny. The pound gets them. Spoiler alert. The pound gets them and they're like, the key, they're like, if we could get the keys off the wall, we could get out of here. <laughs> I don't know how dogs would use keys, but that's their you know, that's their thing, right? And they're like, the big random part's like, I got it. And he stands up and then they're like trying to arouse him by saying like verbal stuff and he's like yeah, yeah. and then so you funny. see the shadow of this growing yeah. penis and then there's a part of you like are they gonna go so cartoonist like yeah, this that is gonna reach, reach the keys the wall? Oh, and, yeah, then yeah. course, and then of course it doesn't he's like ah oh, you tried man and then like i think <laughs> um, what really made it funny is later of, something emotional happens and then i don't know where he's like oh, i really thought my dick would reach those keys yeah that's <laughs> 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 so, so, oh, so, so, so stupid um uh, yeah do you
0: remember uh do you remember uh puss in boots
2: yeah yeah
0: and uh the most recent one where uh and then there was guillermo was playing the chihuahua yeah and so when there was another chihuahua figure in this movie closer towards the end and that was josh gad's (laughs) voice and i i don't know if that was a coincidence that they kind of take took other like kind of dogs from other places and kind of implanted them in. It's it's definitely not a cartoony chihuahua, but it was interesting
1: that.
0: yeah that there was a similarity. I mean they they had a running joke with Dennis Quaid um which was weird which is very weird, like super random. Isla Fisher was Maggie, which is a border collie. Well, what was the Dennis um, Quaid
1: running joke?
0: Uh he so there were they were bird watching and uh Dennis Quaid sees a bird that kind of goes in in part with the rest of the dog gang. And then he looks at a list of after he names the bird, and then it just there's a bunch of check boxes, and next to the check boxes, instead of the names of the bird, it just says bird. And yeah, he's
2: like, well, he's he looking for that out. one. And he opens <laughs> it, and it's just bird, 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 and he checks out the <laughs> empty space that says bird. And he's like, yes. And he closes the Yeah, it's just like what? it's okay. like, really some right? random
0: shit. And then they yeah, all... and then you're
2: wondering like he even he even references his name. He's like, it's the craziest thing. Um dennis quaid has ever seen and i should know because yeah. i'm dennis quaid or something like that and then yeah. you're like wait what? it's not what? and then you're like why are you even in this movie <laughs>
1: like, uh I know. i was just looking at the, the cast list i was like dennis quaid i was like is he a dog or is he just like <laughs> it was
2: such a weird small part
1: yeah uh one of the most <clears throat>
0: predictable moments i think was when they ate the mushrooms and they started getting super high and they started playing and then you could kind of see where it was going, but it was still kind of funny at the end of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's a that's a that's something that you want to watch and kind of experience for yourself. Um okay. But that was kind of hilarious. Like they they go far. They take it as far as they can go, and they just go there. So yeah. everything that's pimped, they do, <laughs> yeah. which is nice because it's filling, right? They, they they do all the things they say they're gonna do. Um. There was one point where Will Forte – Will Forte plays his character super well.
2: Yeah, he's he's great. He's always great.
0: Um, the moment – there was a moment where he picked something up towards the end of the movie and you're like, oh, shit, is is Will Forte really that serious about yeah. what he's trying to do? Like, at that moment, I was like, oh, shit, this is getting real. Yeah,
2: like, how dark are they going to go? How much are they going to yeah. show? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I got scared.
2: But then it gets super <laughs> beating. <laughs> like super it's, ridiculous it's pretty great um yeah yeah you just you watch it you see if you like something that this movie's so silly um yeah don't take it serious like try and no. enjoy it. and i think that in the beginning i was a little thrown off first i thought it was troy baker doing the voice for um bug but it was jamie fox oh yeah jamie um fox, yeah. troy baker's a comedian he does a lot of like funny voiceover things especially for animal stuff on instagram and he does a great job and it sounded like jamie fox was doing a troy baker in a way which is kind of weird yeah. um but yes, yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, cool, Jamie Foxx. But Will Ferrell in the beginning was a very Will Ferrell, and it seemed like some of that was predictable, like some of the lines they had him saying, and I'm like, it had me thinking, like, oh man, like, am I? I like Will Ferrell, but is it just not working anymore? But then later in the right. movie, I think it was like the writing, because later in the movie, yeah. I'm like, that's not the that's not the case. Like it was when when the scene was funnier, it, it all worked. So yeah, um, that that could have been my like little thing in the beginning um brett gelman is in this as well he did a great job he was the dude working at the pound um, oh he's, yeah he's stranger things the the crazy guy that has the plane or whatever um he oh, did a yeah, yeah. Like, it's a really small part but he oh, just brings yeah. him to it and it's just hilarious yeah. like i think as soon as they that he gets introduced the movie like took like a a, a nice turn for me like it was, it was yeah
0: when yeah. rob riggle came in that's kind of when it uh yeah, and Rob Riggle, yeah. yeah 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 His his uh, that's pretty hilarious as rolf
2: yeah Yeah, it was great
0: but it, yeah overall
2: yeah. it's silly fun movie right on
0: yeah it, it's and it was only like an hour,
2: hour 15 or half, hour or
0: half yeah it was it's not a huge commitment so yeah. i mean you got some time to kill you want to <laughs> laugh a little bit go on an adventure see some dogs i mean if you enjoy dogs like you're gonna love it so
2: yeah they're
1: all dope. So, um yeah hell yeah yeah, that sounds awesome. You guys sold me on it. Just like the little things that you couldn't talk about. Um, yeah, and the cast is incredible. I'm like, I'm on board. Even for the trailers, I thought the trailers looked great. I just haven't gotten around to watch it, but uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Yeah, do this. Yeah, some of the parts that I remember now are, are pretty funny in retrospect.
1: Right yeah, on. man, I feel yeah. like Randall Park and Will Forte kind of play similar roles so it's nice that they're in the same movie i want them to do something together
2: yeah okay
1: That'd be cool yeah that'd be great and i know what you're saying too about will ferrell because like even in the barbie movie for me a little bit i'm like Ugh, is lego yeah i'm like is it good or is he like not is it not working anymore is he always gonna play this big boss you know who's like crazy who gets crazy kind of role i don't know but yeah yeah, yeah. All right, we'll have yeah. to check it out. That was Strays, so Strays, pretty nice. Well, yeah. Are, are, anything else for night, fellows?
0: Um, I'll leave you with this interesting uh, potential, like movie slash documentary. Obviously, it's a comedy drama, fictional, but it's uh, narration fiction. wars where. You, you, we focus in on specific narrators that we, we know and love. David Attenborough, uh, Lee Schreiber, um, Morgan Freeman, right? And then the day in the life of a narrator. And so they're always vying for the big gigs and they, they go back and forth and they have rivalries and they talk shit to each other. And then they shit on all the other celebrities who try to narrate shit. Um, it would be, it would be be like a, yeah, it'd be a funny, like rated R uh pg-13 comedy drama type situation dark comedy situation
1: that'd be good what was the movie with will ferrell actually uh where someone is narrating his life oh um oh yeah that's the one where he's stranger than fiction stranger than fiction that's exactly Mm -hmm. what it is yeah yeah like i could see it working like that you know where it's almost meta but you're like, we're watching it as an audience and normally the narrator would oh. be saying the things that we should be thinking as an audience. But you're seeing it from like a narrator's perspective. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. also hearing Morgan Freeman being like, get out of the way, motherfucker. or Something like that would be just... Fuck you, Attenborough. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Something like <laughs> yeah. that would
1: be so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'm on board with that. Hey, you should pitch I think it. There's no writers right. who are pitching anything right now.
0: Oh, that's true. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Scab. Get it done. Scab. Get it done. Nice. Well, right on. I love that. that that'd that be good, man. I, I like it. I think that's a pretty sweet idea. So, yeah,
0: we're idea machines over here.
1: That's right. So, all right. Next week we have uh, Ahsoka is back. Uh, I can't remember if there's any other movies that are dropping next week. I'm sure there is. Um, but, yeah, I think until next yeah, time. Um, yeah, I'm just going to say it. Unless do you guys have anything else to say, I'm just gonna say it. Uh, we can try and say it all together no, no as more a three-way. U- no more unison. That's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right.
1: <laughs> oh, last thing if you go, have it. We just did an thing? interview with Art um, Edwin and Dave Law for the comic book comic. You go back and listen to that episode. Cause it's gonna be great. Um, and uh, thanks for sticking with us. So Shaking about us. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed, Nailed it. Right. Right. Nailed. Nailed it. Stop, no, dude. Never We're
2: going
0: to do that every
2: time, <laughs> Yep. The Joystick Show. Every
1: time. If you've enjoyed what you've been listening to, we'd really appreciate a follow, subscribe, and a review. Just how we like chatting with our friends, please share this with yours. Feel free to join the squad and follow us at J-O-Y-S-C-H-T-I-C-K-S-H-O-W Joystick Show on Twitter and Instagram or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you feel like submitting topics or questions to be discussed on future episodes, you can email us at joystick.show at gmail.com. As always, thank you, peace out, and make it a great rest of your week.